This is the Catholic Daily Journal for Friday, March the 29th, 2019. Today in 1882 in New Haven, Connecticut, a men's organization, which had been put together to provide some insurance for the families of middle-class Catholics in the case of their injury or death, filed for legal incorporation. The group had been meeting for about six months or so, and they were under the direction of a young Irish-American priest named Michael McGivney. He saw that the men needed fraternity, and they needed a financial structure that they could afford. He also noted the popularity of the Freemasons, a men's society which was especially anti-Catholic, and of which Catholics could not by law be a member. He wanted this men's organization to have some of the popular aspects of Freemasonry, but without the historical and ideological baggage. And so basing his group on the Knights of Malta and the Knights of the Holy Sepulchre, he established the Knights of Columbus. His system was simple. The widow of each man would get $1,000 cash when her husband died. They paid for this by each member of the organization paying out an equal share of the cost, a dollar or two or so. The Knights grew more quickly than anyone expected. By World War I, the Knights of Columbus was actively supporting the troops despite ongoing anti-Catholicism across the nation. They staffed huts, as they called them, with the signage, everyone welcome, everything free. And the huts became recreation and service centers, even across the racial divide. The staffers were called Caseys for KC and were generally older men past service age. They provided things you couldn't get at the PX, like stationery or a hot bath and religious services. After the war, the Knights became involved in education, occupational training, employment programs for the returning troops. Today, the Knights are a powerful force for Catholic orthodoxy and charitable giving across the country. Today is the birthday in 1867 of Denton Cy Young. He played baseball in the American League for 22 seasons, on five teams. He put together 511 wins and set a slew of pitching records, some of which are still on the top of the list. He had 7,356 career innings pitched, 815 games started, 749 complete games with 315 career losses. He pitched 76 shutouts, three no-hitters, and the first perfect game in the modern era of baseball. He was born in Ohio. He played for the Cleveland Spiders, the Cardinals, the Red Sox, the Cleveland Naps, and the Boston Rustlers. And he also managed the Red Sox in 1907 while he was their starting pitcher. He retired at the age of 44 back to the family farm in Ohio and died 44 years later in 1955. Every year, the Cy Young Award is given to the best pitchers in the majors, one each for the National and American Leagues. Baseball commissioner Ford Frick established the award the year after Young died. And greats like Roger Clemens and Clayton Kershaw, Randy Johnson, Jim Palmer, Sandy Koufax, and Greg Maddox are among the winners. Finally, today is the birthday in 1918 of a controversial figure. In his lifetime, Sam Walton was considered an American success story. He founded Walmart as a modern version of the five and dime. It was an everything store, a one-stop shop. As Walmart grew, Walton increasingly stepped back and let other people, including his children, run the business. 
Nowadays, Walmart is an icon of predatory pricing, bullying vendors, and taking advantage of government loopholes to avoid local taxation. Now, whether that's accurate or not, whether it's true or not, we don't know and it's not our place to say. But Sam Walton certainly didn't want to create something like that. He wanted to create something that would help the little guys. And so for that effort and for his work, we say happy birthday, Sam Walton. The Catholic Daily Journal is supported by listeners like you. For more information, visit catholicunderground.com. And until next time, be on the lookout for the Lord at work in your life.